Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm so pleased to speak with Jill Mott from Henry and Son. She's a sommelier who joins us to talk about beers, wines, and spirits. Hello, Jill. Good morning, Emily, and Happy New Year to you and all the people at Jazz 88. Well, a Happy New Year back, and uh, so always pleased to spend another year learning about beers, wines, and spirits from you. And what are we going to talk about today? You know why? Because it's never a dull moment. That's so Especially true. Especially if you, maybe if you're drinking. It's never a dull moment. <laughs> never. Uh, well, you know, so the last few goes, I've, I've been talking about uh, wines mostly that remind me of a certain musician or a certain type of, of jazz. And this last, these last couple of weeks, I've been just enamored with Mr. Hubert Laws. Oh, yes. one of my absolute the, favorites. The, a, like flute. Like, really? Yes. Yes. So I, I mean, and, and like, Garnet, I, like I, I've heard of this guy and I've listened to his music, but I've never really intently like dove in into his music. And mm-hmm. I've just been overjoyed with the Modaji um, song that it's like the first track off of the San Francisco concert uh, live from 1977. And then uh, he's got the uh, feels like making love that he does that rendition. And yeah. oh my gosh, they're both so tasty, so good. And so as I've, I've been like musing on him and his music and of course the jazz flute of the seventies. Yes. It's just like, I, I just am going to do a little, <laughs> just giving, giving an applause right there to that guy. Um, I just am reminded of how yes, tasty it is, but also I know you and I have talked about it very briefly, like his precision and, yeah, and just, you know, he's never out of tune and it makes me think of like, just yes, yes. Give yeah. me that. Give me that all day, right? So I thought um, I was thinking about wines that made me think of that, of precision, and of really when you question what it is, you're like, yes, I have to have that in my life tonight. <laughs> um, and so I came up with three of them. You ready? Yes. So one is uh, from a producer in and around Napa Valley in California. And her name is Samantha Sheehan, which a friend of mine and I call her Sammy She for short. <laughs> we shouldn't because we don't know her personally. Um, but she's a really, she's a very um, well-known winemaker out there, has, has some shout outs by a lot of uh, popular publications. And she makes a rosé sparkling wine called Ultraviolet. And, you know, that's her, her kind of a offshoot label of one of her bigger bigger labels called Poe, P-O-E. But she's got an ultraviolet Cabernet, which is like a delicious succulent red wine. And then she makes this sparkling rosé out of Cab Franc and just a little sprinkling of a white grape called Columbard. Hmm. And what I love about it is Sammy, she has done this a la Prosecco. So she's made it in, in a way that Prosecco's made called the Charmat method. And what that means is you are fermenting your grapes in a, in a, in a big stain, usually stainless steel vat. And then in order to spur the second fermentation, instead of doing it in bottle, like champagne is done, you just do it in that same huge vat. You create that effervescence. So you're adding sometimes a little yeast, sometimes a little sugar, sometimes a little must from the year before. And you end up with this wine that is like, oh my gosh, it's so precise. Hmm. It's got beautiful, bright acidity, and it's just perfect for, like, settling into winter and BTW, by the way. All of these selections are under $30. Why? 
Because I don't know about you, but my stimulus hasn't come in yet. And all the money I didn't spend on gifts this year, I spent on wine this year. So um, I, I wanted to give some selections to folks that wouldn't break the bank. So ultraviolet rosé sparkling wine made like Prosecco, dry, beautiful, just a little yeasty quality, a little bit of like strawberry with a little bit of clotted cream. It's just awesome, awesome and sparkles. And bubbles, yes. yes. I mean, why why have bubbles only on the 31st? Have them on Tuesday. Yes. Have them on Friday. I yeah. mean, <laughs> bubbles all day. The next one, there's something funky about Hubert Laws as well. And I couldn't deny uh, having a little funk factor in these selections. There's a, a producer out of central Italy and Umbria, to be specific, called Conestabile della Staffa. And here we have a gentleman by the name of Danilo Marcucci, who Danilo has a family history in the region that stretches back literally. There are documents, I think, that go back to at least the Middle Ages. Wow. Um, and he, he makes a slew of natural wines without any sulfur added. And, uh, you know, orange wines, white wines. And one of his wines that I adore is from a grape called Ciliegiolo. And don't worry, because I'll include a link for um, on the Jazz Idiot website. But Ciliegiolo is native to Italy, they think. Native to this region, they think. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. It's like a kind of a little bit of a lighter red, but still got nice medium body and girth. And it's a little fruity and a little funky, but still bright. There's a little kind of spunk to it. It's just absolutely really a fun wine to have with or without food. I had it with some kind of Middle Eastern inspired food last night and it was fantastic. The wine itself is called Chiliegio, which huh. we're basically cutting off a little bit of the, the grape name, which is the name of the horse on the property. It means cherry, but they've also just cut off part the back part of the word. So Chiliegio is the name of the wine, and the grape is called Chiliegiolo, and it is one of the windows that we rare windows to natural Umbria that we have available in Minneapolis, St. Paul. So check that out. Um, last but not least, a personal favorite, and it's like right around twenty bucks, which is it's like such a steal. It's from a group of a few winemakers that have gotten together to find the best grapes in all of Spain. And make them into wine and champion regions that are not really well known. So like most people have heard of Rioja and most people have heard of uh, Ribera del Duero or like Cava, the Spanish sparkling wine. They're making wines all over. And one of them is made in a region called Almanza and Manchuela, which this is central, eastern, quite close to Valencia, very close to um, the area where paella was sort of invented, I guess. And with the word invinate, it means wine yourself. <laughs> invinate, like get wine into yourself. It's, it's just such a great play on words. And they have a wine that is called um, Abahara, which is a blend of, it's got this really striking yellow label and it's got, or like gold label, and it's a blend of Garnacha Tintorera, which is even richer and darker in color than regular Garnacha, almost purple. It's got loads of beautiful tannin, succulent tannin. It's got bright acid, really uh, dried plums, a lot of that on the nose and on the palate. And then there's just 
sprinkled in for good measure a very rare grape. There's less than like 50 hectares in the world of this, of Moravia agria, which is a very balsamic grape. It's got a lot of acidity, and so it helps you know, bring some liveliness to the party uh, when you blend it. And I walked uh, last, well, I shouldn't say last year, 2020, everybody was sitting in their living rooms. Two years ago, I walked a Moravia Agria uh, vineyard, and they're very quiet, and they're very, um, a lot of them are quite sparsely planted because they are older vines, because they've been ripped up and planted. People plant Tempranillo, people plant uh, Cabernet, Sauvignon. And so Moravia Agria is uh, increasingly rare, and so when you can drink it, it's a joy um, this is aged in a little bit of concrete and old French oak and is um, just a really lovely, affordable way to uh, drink some really delicious wine and natural wine at that uh, in January. Well, we'll get a list up on the Jazz 88 website, and Jill Mott will talk with you in two weeks. Sommelier from Henry and Son, as always, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you, Emily, and hey, thank you, Hubert Laws.